So today I'd like to talk about um, what it's like being a stay-at-home mother in Brooklyn. But I mean, like, you know, oh, get, get out the trash. What'd you put in the trash? <laughs> Hello, and welcome to another episode of Unrefined Mama, the place where, damn Kanye, damn. Um, what am I drinking? Well, I went to Whole Foods today to go shopping. We all know I shop there now. And I got this, um, one of the, you know, put your own six pack together. So I got this Nugget Nectar Ale from Trogue's Independent Brewing. Brew, brewing. Brewing. And um, it has, let's see. It says, once a year as the newest humulus Lupulus harvest arrives at Trogues. They blend this Imperial Amber Ale, and it is beautiful. Um, and it's excessively dry hopped. So let's give this a taste. I was going to pull out Jialai, but I've, I've had that before, and I'm trying to do just new stuff. So let's give this a taste. Color is amazing. Oh, that slid right to home base real quick. Mm. What is the, I wonder what the uh, 7.5% alcohol, color straw orange. Well, I'm sitting in front of a computer screen, so I'm getting all different kinds of shades. But it is beautiful, and it tastes really good. Let's take another sip. Ooh. Mmm. You want to talk about pressing somebody out. Mm-hmm. Just get right pressed. Okay. Um... First, I have an addendum from last week. I was talking to David about uh, what I had said about um, white people uh, noticing, like, their biases. Um, Hold on, David's taking a sip. What do you think? It is pleasant. It is pleasant. Quite. Um, Okay, so I was talking to David about um, you know, implicit bias in, I think, implicit, yeah, uh, bias in white people. And he was saying that he had just come back, he'd just come back from a diversity training at work and had talked about how um, he, you know, they, they give you this really quick test about, like, you know, what are your biases or what race or individuals do you favor over another And the results of that were that he uh, favors black people over, or Africans, over Europeans. And he uh, was like, I kind of thought that would be the response. And I was like, well, you're telling me I'm 
you know. But um, then I was like, but why, though? Why do you think that's the case? Because I just talked about this on my podcast. And he was saying that um, through his clients and their dealings with uh, white people coming to America, like a lot of them are immigrants or whatever, it's just like they've had the worst experiences with white people. And so it kind of skews his outlook on white people. Now, um, we could say that about anybody, honestly. We could say that about anybody, about any group of people that we see or experience or talk to. You know, uh, we could say we have worse experience. Like, some people have really bad experiences with the police. Police. With the police. And... um, yeah, so some people do. But on average, more black people have those experiences. So, you know, I guess it's I guess it's about interaction and experience. And, you know, what made me um You know what it let me just let me just back up a minute off this topic. Let me talk about the beer a little bit. Because now I'm getting that sort of slick feeling on the tongue. And it might be that I'm dehydrated because I didn't drink enough water. But let me take a sip of water, and I'll give you some more background on this beer real quick. Hmm. Let me just... I'm taking a sip of beer now to get the full effect. It's still so damn good. I don't care what it does to my tongue. All right, back to the task. It makes me feel good to know that, you know, you can have an interaction with people and that can change your outlook on life. And I think that that's something that we forget constantly in Trump's America. Uh, it's not his America, cause, but in this administrative situation where everything is topsy-turvy, up is down, left is right, you know, everything is messed up. But, you know, there's this idea of like, well, you know, I don't want to know these people or I don't want to be around these people, you know, or also just I feel this way about these people. But how many interactions have you had with these people that you keep that you look at as the other, you know, and if you can have more interactions with these people, you'll learn that they're not that bad. You know, we all have biases. I have some very well-known biases that have been influenced by actual experiences of mine, but I'd like for other things to happen so I could say, you know what, these people are fine. You know, you know what, those people are fine, you know, and, um, and just sort of look at Not Well, my experience was bad, obviously, but like look at a new experience and say, like, that's the rule, not the exception. So, um, yeah, that took a long, that's a long addendum, but I think it needed to be said because we need to talk about race more, you know, and we need to have these really candid conversations. It's not just about black and white, you know. There's some, some real serious biases that people hold against, um, you know, Native Americans, Indian Americans um, from India, uh, you know, everybody, Asians specifically, and Africans and Europeans and 
So it's better to be able to talk about it and to also have an open mind when you do. So that's my two cents. This is my seven bucks or $12, whatever it is. I'm taking another sip because this beer is damn good. So uh, if you have something to drink, I would encourage you to drink with me. I never said that before. I said that the last episode. But wouldn't it be nice if we all drank together? Hmm. I'm going to take a sip now. It's just, mm, I don't know what humulus lupulus is. I probably said it wrong. But, you know, whatever. So, before I get into what I want to get into, I made mead. Is anybody else excited about that? Mead is one of the easiest things to make. And I know that I've been talking to you guys about my vegan journey. Well, it is a journey that has not arrived at its destination. I thought... I should at least be trying to make mead. Obviously, I bought local um, good, like, honey. Um, I don't, I actually think that honey is kind of a gray area. And that's the thing about being a vegan is, like, you must adhere to X, Y, and Z. Otherwise, you are not considered a vegan. And I think that's okay. I think that's okay. But, you know, all the other crap that I've cut out of my diet, you know, I'm trying to I'm trying to make this a sustainable thing for me, so I'm taking as long as I need to take. But the mead, it's easy to make. It's honey, water, and yeast, and that's it. That's it. And so um, I'm going to give you a little uh, detail, some details about my mead that I just made. It is uh, just a regular mead made out of, um, one is wildflower honey, and the other one is alfalfa honey. And um, <clears throat> honey, I think, is categorized by the type of flower or whatever is in the area. Um, I also made a cider, but I'll get into that in a minute. So if you don't know anything about mead, but you do know about home brewing beer, brewing beer, then you know that the yeast and the honey are kind of like a, like a slow burn. They're like a long distance relationship, you know, like they're together, but they're not really like coming together when they want to, you know, it takes a long time, you know, and they're, they're going to get together, but it's going to take some time, which is why people, a lot of people age their mead because it takes a long time for that marriage to come together. And by marriage, I mean, you know, civil union, whatever you want to call it, you know, um, same thing goes with cider, and my cider is just plodding along, just do, 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 and I keep wondering, like, when are you going to, like, ferment out, yo? But um, the truth is I might need to add some yeast nutrient, and that's the thing. A lot of people add a bunch of, like, uh, some other stuff called, I think, bimodium salt. That's, I'm saying it completely wrong, but... um yeah, so I'm adding some yeast nutrient to my mead. Now, I've already uh, bottled my Acavango Delta beer, which I had a sip of it before I bottled it, and it was really good. Um, and the reason I'm talking about this is because springtime and fall are my most aggressive brewing seasons. Um, I'm just so in love with these with the weather and the temperature because if you brew beer in our apartment um 
in the summertime, it, it gets way too hot in the house. And so it's just like, no, 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 we're not going to live through this. It's already hot. We don't have air, you know, like whatever. Um, and it's such a small space and not a super small space, but the kitchen is in the same room as the living room, blah, 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 whatever. It's like a kitchenette, you know? So that sucks, you know, New York apartments. But why don't I brew in the wintertime, you ask? It's cold outside. Well, the heater comes on whenever it wants to in the wintertime. So we just keep one room running all the time, like one open all the time, so that it, it can move through the rest of the apartment. And it just gets so hot in here, you know? New York apartments, hashtag New York apartments. So, um, so this is my favorite time to brew because though, and if you're wondering like, well, if it gets so hot, why is that a big deal? Because of the fermentation. I don't want the fermentation of my beer to be super duper off with some off flavors, you know, and we've been talking about getting a refrigerator so I can temperature control my fermentation. But again, New York apartments, it's small space. Don't want to like crowd everything. Pretty easy to understand the concept. Um, so these are like my most outrageous times to brew. And I'm like a mad hatter like every other day, just like, oh, I got to brew some beer. I'm about to brew um, a beer tomorrow, actually. Um, and I think it's gonna, I think it's a braggot. I think that's how they brag it or braggot. I'm not quite sure. You know, I'm not really good at sounding words out with, you know, all those letters together. But um there's no letters together. It's just two O's, Lindsay. Get it together. Um, but O has different sounds. There's different sounds. So um, this one is going to be a bragging. You're wondering, what is that? Well, I bought way too much honey. So now I'm thinking of doing a honey beer hybrid. And it's something old and ancient. And, you know, it's probably going in the theme of what I'm trying to do. But maybe not. <sighs> so... Um, I'm having a beer party for the summer solstice. It's going to be two days after the summer solstice on a Saturday, but still, nonetheless, still that vein of ancient wisdom. I should call it the ancient wisdom summer solstice beer brewing <laughs> extravaganza. But why extravaganza, Lindsay? Why? Why that? No one knows. I got to go to the thesaurus, the thesaurus, and get a new word. Let me take another sip, and then I'll get into my second part of this uh, podcast. It's smooth every time. See, this is the kind of beer that you drink all night and then you wonder why you can't, you can't walk to the bathroom. You know, you're like, oh, I only had six. Well, it doesn't, you know, tastes not equate to alcohol. When someone can give you a drink that isn't too hot. Um, I follow these guys. Uh, it's called Basic Brewing. I love them. They're hilarious. They have a YouTube channel. They're hilarious. There's these old dudes in Iowa, I think, or uh, Iowa, I'm pretty sure. But anyway, they that's the term that they use for uh, a beer that is very high alcohol content or a brew that's very high alcohol content, and you can taste it. So you don't want a beer that's too hot. You know, but you do want it to slide right into your DMs, you know? So, Kanye. Kanye West. You know, Kanye, uh, I feel you, 
let me let me go about it this way. Do you remember Kendrick Lamar's latest album, not Black Panther, not the one he did with that, but his own album, which right now I don't remember um, off the top of my head, but I listen to it all the time, so who cares? Um, it's called Damn, actually. Yeah, there we go. Damn. So damn, Kanye. Um, he says on the album, ain't nobody praying for me. You know, all my grandma's dead. Ain't nobody praying for me. And I'm listening to Kanye as he speaks. I just saw him on that TMZ crap, which I hate TMZ. They're just sensationalists, and I hate that. So um, I hear him on there, and I hear the other African-American gentlemen respond to him and I got heated listening to him because I was like this is everything we want to say like you spoke for us young brother thank you okay but um I kind of feel like Kanye is like got some emptiness you know like like he's a, a smart individual but he's really hiding from the pain inside of him, which is, you know, and I'm not going to get into his life with his wife or with the music industry or with, or with whatever, you know, I don't want to, I don't want to do the superficial take on things. I don't live with him and I don't know him. But when I see him, I see an empty person, you know, and it makes me sad because, you know, and I don't think that emptiness is something that just sprang forth. You know, and May is Mental Awareness Month, a Mental Health Awareness Month. And it's something that we all need to be paying attention to, you know. Um, I myself suffer from bouts of anxiety and depression. And it's something that, you know, I have to work on every day, sadly. You know, it's, it's, it's hard because you can see, your, you can kind of feel yourself dip, but also like, you don't really care, you know, because, you know, you don't care. That's the thing. You just don't care, you know, and it kind of grabs you and takes a hold of you. I've been taking very good care of myself since I had a child. Thank God, you know, like I eat every day. And uh, I used to just, you know, if I was having like an anxiety attack or a bad day, I would, <clears throat> well, I wouldn't be able to function. But when I did start functioning, I would just drink and smoke cigarettes all day. Yeah. And all night. And that was, you know, obviously I can't do that anymore. I can't even drink all day. Okay. But, but I, I can, uh, I can't eat healthy. And so what I used to do when I was depressed is just focus on like eating very healthy food, getting to the gym and just on the things I could control because I couldn't control the way I was feeling, but I could control what I was putting into my body and how I was treating myself. And when I look at Kanye, I think, like, you really need to have someone give you some, something that you can take with you and build upon yourself. Because no one can make you happy but you, you know. And I, that's a hard lesson to learn. You know, I, I hear the way he talks about Kim, and, and I don't want to get into that. But, like, you know, maybe, Kim, maybe he thought, like, she would be someone to help support me. And yes, of course, she's supposed to be somebody to help support you because she's your wife and she loves you, but also like it starts from within. And so my whole point is to say like, you know, 
let these feelings come, acknowledge them, and, you know, try and move forward in something that, that makes you happy. You know, I've been doing a lot of brewing beer lately, but I'm exhausted. I'm, I'm so tired and exhausted, and I'm a little bit persnickety right now. But it's the only thing that makes me not depressed <laughs> is like doing baking bread, uh, making cookies, running. I've been running a lot lately, eating healthy, but that's boring when you can drink a lot of beer and eat a lot of cookies. But it's easier in the summertime because who can, you know, you can't be baking stuff all day. But I mean, I have a son, so I can technically. But it's just important to be able to do the things that you want to do that you know aren't, you know, going to get you out of the house or that are going to, you know, make you just just change your perspective on things. Because really, it's, it's bad, but it's never as bad as you think it is. People love you and people want to be around you and they care about you. But, you know, when you're in that place, you don't feel that. You know, you feel very lonely and it's very difficult. So... Um, talk to someone, please. You know, I am a big advocate of therapists. Therapists, I think they're amazing. Um, they really do give you some perspective, which is something that you need. Um, but also give you an outlet to talk to uh, people about, you know, like your problems. Because sometimes your friends, your family, your loved ones, they love you, but they don't know what to say. You know, they're not that intelligent. Let's just put that on the table. They love you, but they will say some stuff that will really hurt your feelings and do it out of love and kindness. But talk to somebody who doesn't know you and they can just take a step back and say, what do you think? They can ask you a really good question. What do you think about this? Like, why do you think that? And then you could sit there and be, why do I think that? You know, it's so this is me advocating for mental health. Um, so let's take a sip. Ooh, I tell you what, let me tell you the name of this beer again so you can come pick that up. Okay, it's called Nugget Nectar Ale from Trogues Independent Brewery. Where is this brewery located? Let's see. They put stickers all on this thing, so I never know. Hershey, PA. Huh. Now, I wouldn't have known that had I not looked. Can is... Can has a fist, fisting hops. Well, there we go. All right. Now, the last part, the second to last part of my podcast is talking about, dun, 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 I think we all know, Janelle Monet's new album. If somebody had told me that she was going to come out with an album that was going to rock the very center of my soul, and have my little guy just jamming to it with his fingers in the air and just, uh. Well, I would have thought you were going to be right, but I didn't know it was going to happen. The thing that with me this, this year and I think recently is that people have been dropping albums for real. They are not dropping fake albums. Nobody's coming out with an album. Like, I'm not knocking Britney Spears. I have almost all of her albums, but like, you know, you she didn't come to claim all of popdom, you know. She was just kind of thrust into that scene. And, of course, 
she's amazing. But um, that's not where she, not what she came to do. I'm feeling like, and a lot of other these other artists might not be coming at, well, Beyonce, of course, comes to slay all the time. But, I mean, you have some people out here who are dropping albums just like, I'm going to give you everything inside of me and then leave it there. And I am enjoying every last one of these albums that are coming out. Um, Kendrick Lamar is one of them. J. Cole just dropped an album, but I'm already, like, I've already been sucked into Janelle Monae, so I haven't even talked to him. But his last album had me on, not the second to last one, had me, like, Ooh, ooh, okay. Um, so yeah, I can't, I can't even with this album. And if you haven't seen the emotion picture, please, it's on YouTube for free. Go see it. Um, ah, uh, I can't. Okay, so next week I'll talk about the emotion picture. But I wanted to go out to one of her songs. And I had a really hard time figuring out which song to go out to. And I'm still debating. <laughs> but um, I'm really, I've, I played, um, I like that, I think, last week. So I'm going to play a different song um, just to give you a taste. But you know how I feel about good stuff when I start listening to it. I'm, you know, I, w- I also thought about playing a song that my son is really into, but I- I'm just into that Janelle Monet. She's amazing. So I'm going to put on um, a song of hers in a minute. But I also want to just give a shout-out to Bitter and Esther's um, beer store. Every time I go there, they take care of my son. They're like the I – f- I forget the guy's name. I knew his name, but now I can't remember. Um, he, gave, he gave my little guy a cookie. He's always watching him. You know, he's, he's just the nicest. And then they, every time I go in there, they're like, what do you need? Oh, yeah, you know where everything is now. I enjoy going to the beer store. And this is how you get people to spend a lot of money, you know. So if you are in Brooklyn and you are thinking about brewing beer, please go to Bitter and Esther's. It is amazing. I'm not getting paid to say that. I just, I go there and I love it. So, um This is from me to you, so you can get through your week. I'm going to take another sip with you. Last sip of the night for us. And then we part. You can continue to drink. I can continue to sip, which I'm going to do now. I should have got two of these. I should have got two beers. I've been slow sipping on this thing, but if I had not been talking to you, it would have been gone by now. Okay, have a great week. Thank you so much for listening. If you haven't subscribed, please subscribe. And um, yeah, thanks so much. You can